Welcome back, everybody. Let's take a break with Steven. Steven Seamus. Good to see you again, Alex. We're back. You got a cool shirt on? What do you got on there today? It's my XO Manowar shirt from my Valiant days. Oh, is that before or after you worked? Is that before or after you worked at Bankers Trust? Uh, during. 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 Okay. So you did both at the same time. That's it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, what are we talking about today, Alex? Yeah, let's talk more Marvel investor news. There's so much coming out of that, and so much more coming out of even that. More, more like more casting, more announcements. It's been bonkers. Let's talk about some of that stuff. There's a lot to unpack there. And, and also, you know, until the show comes out, it's going to be hard to see which version of which character. And we'll yep. talk a little bit about that with yep. Baron Zemo, uh, you know, which books people are buying. Because, you know, like, even when you when you talk about Dark, uh, Black Knight, it's like, it's the Dane Whitman Black Knight, you right. know. So, uh, you know, you don't want to get fooled into Peacemaker. buying the wrong book. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Peacemaker, right. Which version are, are you talking about? Okay, great. All right. So, uh, so we're going to talk about Marvel Investor News today. Yep. And uh, what are we kicking it off with, Alex? Let's let's jump into Falcon Winter Soldier and talk about some of the, the, the guest stars that are going to be on that show. Yeah. The legacy of that shield is complicated. Absolutely. So the first character I want to talk about is Baron Zemo. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a Baron Zemo 1 and there's a Baron Zemo 2. You'll talk a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. So Baron Zemo 1 was Avengers number 6, and that's from July of 1964. Okay, so that's a that's a almost a sixty year old book. So that's yeah. a very very old book. It, it's impossible yeah. to find in high grade. You're going to pay a lot of money for high grade versions. Uh, there are nine uh, blue label nine point eights. There are zero gold label nine point eights. There are eleven blue label nine point sixes. There's one gold label nine point six. Again, too too low pop. Uh, Twenty eight, and you're not going to see any more because from nineteen sixty four. So I don't like yeah, to go out no. and buy it. Yeah, I mean, Avengers was a popular title, but it's not like yeah. you're just going to be able to find these easily. Uh, there are 28 blue label 9.4s. There are zero gold label 9.4s. And then uh, there are 39 uh, blue label 9.2s and not and two gold label 9.2s. So in 9.2, it's about a $1,500 book. But a lot of that has to do with just the fact that it's an early Avengers book. Yeah, yeah. First okay. 10 of anything's hard to find. Right. And then let me talk about the second Baron Zemo, yeah. and then we'll, you'll, you'll get into the characters. Yeah. Uh, the second Baron Zemo, which is probably more likely, yeah. is Captain America 275. That's from November of 1982. There are 45 blue label 9.8s. There are three gold label 9.8s. And that book is about $175. So talk about the two Baron Zemos, what the difference is, and what we can expect to see in the television show. Yeah, I mean, we've already seen Zemo in Winter Soldier. And, uh, and you know, he was a pretty big character. And we know that it's also a family title. So that goes into a lot of it. And, you know, bear, the word Baron, you know, you could be Prince Ray or Prince Seamus and your son will be the same prince. Yeah, it's kind of the same kind of thing. Um, you know, and this, the actor that played Zemo in the Captain America Winter Soldier movie is awesome. He was awesome. Awesome. He was great. Awesome. Why wouldn't you bring him back? I mean, he didn't die. I mean, he, he got captured. And, you know, that was kind of a neat thing about that movie is he got captured, went away, and then they continued with the movie because, you know, that, that, that wasn't, they don't want to harp on that character. Um, so now he's back. And, you know, the second Baron Zemo in the comics did a lot of stuff. At some point, he starts the Thunderbolts team, which is the, a team of villains who pretend to be heroes to get stuff and do stuff. And eventually they do become heroes. Um, and I know that Thunderbolts is a thing that they've been wanting to do in kind of like 
an animated or TV show or even movie thing for a while, this could be it. Because in the movie, the stuff he's doing is just to bring to light how bad the Winter Soldier was and what the Russians did and everything. He wasn't necessarily a super bad guy. So I think that you're going to see a little bit of that in, in the show. Right. And Daniel Brühl is amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So he, he's a great actor just in his own right. Correct. Yes. Okay. And then the next one is the Flag Smasher. Yeah. Okay. Another great buy right now, guys. Yeah. Captain America 312, December of 1985. It's a 35 year old book already. It's hard to believe, mm-hmm. right? There are seven blue label 9.8s. There's one gold label 9.8. So you can't really talk about the, um, the price on those. Right. Uh, they sell for about $150 and 9.6. They're $25 raw. It's a very, very low pop book. I would try to pick one up because also it's got the rare Canadian price variant. Yes. Talk a little bit of it. Talk a little bit about the Flag Smasher. Yeah, I mean, pretty easy. He's the anti-Captain America. He is anti-patriotism. He is anti-everything about the establishment. And what a what an easy, fun, and great character to bring into Captain America Winter Soldier uh, to, to just kind of give you the anti- kind of not not the same anti as as you see with like the other kind of Captain America villains, but funny, funny, easy villain. And this is a cool one. And again, if they continue with them in the in the character, right now 125 bucks for that 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 low grade that that low lower than nine eight, that's not bad. Yeah, that's grading cost. I, I think you try to get a good book and get a, a, a good raw copy, 25 bucks maybe get it pressed. Yeah. And 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 try your try your luck with that. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, so uh, what's next on our list from the Marvel investors? Yeah, uh, let's talk Miss Marvel. Right. So, so again, some of the another character that was announced yep. uh, was was Cameron. Yep. And uh, first appeared in Ms. Marvel number thirteen, May of twenty fifteen. So it's five years old. Uh, there are only ten blue label nine point eights. There's only one gold label nine point eight. So there's no pop on it. It's a yeah. twenty-five to forty dollar raw book. Ms. Marvel had a decent sized print run at yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm not going to say that it's a rare book, but I think you could probably still find those in back issue boxes for a few bucks totally. if you look hard enough. Totally. So talk to li- talk a little bit about Cameron and and you know the series and whatnot. Yeah, I mean this is a character that was brought in a little bit later. In in the book, he is a really good friend of Kamala, uh, and they were you know, kind of went like on a, there was the first issue was kind of like them going on a date and reminiscing and all that stuff. But in the book, he has superpowers from the Terrigan Mist in human, which I don't think Marvel's going to touch the inhumans for a little while. I think they're going to let them go after the, uh, the TV show didn't do so well. Um, but this could be a character that's going to be in the show a lot. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a romantic interest and he's got superpowers and he's kind of steps that toe of being villainous and not villainous. So, I think this character is going to be around for that show a lot. Right. So that's, again, that's a good one, guys. We're, we're talking yeah. about the TV shows here. Yeah. We're talking about the main characters. And you know what happens. Once these shows hit the air, and so, people see Adam's, you know, right now, you know, Adam Smasher is going to be in it. But then all of a sudden, you know, uh, you know, all of a sudden the, the show comes out and then everyone goes, uh, I'm sorry, Flag Smasher. You know, Flag yeah. Smasher is going to be in it. And then all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, my God, we got to get it. But yeah. we're telling you now. We're yeah. telling you first. Yeah. A couple months before it hits the air cheap. Yeah. Right. Right. All right. What do we got next, Alex? Let's talk about Hawkeye, the Hawkeye Plus. We finally got some some new news and some stills and stuff. Okay, you're going to have to help me with the pronunciation, but Kazi the Clown. Yeah. Uh, the criminal known as the Clown. First Clown was in Hawkeye number nine from mm-hmm. 2013, June. So again, not a, not a terribly old book. 
Uh, probably has a decent sized print run. Again, very low pop. These are all low pop books. So these are not characters that people have expected to see. These are not people that are main characters. But all of a sudden now they're pulling these villains out and boom, it's going crazy. Yeah. So uh, first clown, there are 18 blue label 9.8s. There are six gold label 9.8s. It's about $125 book uh, in 9.8, but it's very, very low pop. You could expect to pay more than that. Uh, on the newsstand, they did a newsstand version, mm -hmm. obviously, and that, that book raw is 150 bucks. Uh, there was a second print on, Hawkman, on Hawkeye number nine. Uh, that came out in July of 2013. And uh, there are only two blue label 9.8s. There's zero gold label 9.8s. Alex, it is a $150 raw book. Yeah. Very, very rare. The character's played by Fra Fee. Talk a little bit about the clown. Yeah, funny enough, the, the clown's backstory is almost identical to Robin, the first Dick Grayson's Robin. He was a, in a circus and his, saw his parents killed. And instead of becoming Batman's ward, this guy just became a, a bad guy. And, and he's been, you know, gun for hire type deal. Um, this is, they're pulling a lot. I mean, we knew, we knew with Kate Bishop coming and, you know, everything that they showed with the, with the logo, they're going to pull a lot from the Matt Fraction run. But now is the time. Just grab them all. Everything, everything from this. First appearance of Lucky the Dog. First appearance of the Clown. Like, just grab them, get them, because they're going to lean on that that series heavily because it was a really well received series and probably Hawkeye's you know more than the four issue miniseries and a couple other miniseries here and there it's the longest running Hawkeye series yeah and they're throwing a lot of characters in it which leads yep. us to our next character which is the swordsman mm -hmm. uh, Jack Duquesne mm -hmm. so the first appearance of the swordsman is Avengers number 19 again a very very old book right it's got a Jack. It's got the classic Jack Kirby cover on it. Yeah. It's pretty awesome cover. Again, all the Kirby covers for the most part were pretty <laughs> awesome, but this one is a great one. Tough to find a bad one. Yeah, uh, that's true. Uh, <laughs> August of 1965. So it's a it's a 55-year-old book already. <laughs> Jesus. There are four blue label 9.8s. There's no point in talking about gold labels. There are 16 9.6 blue labels. There are 33 9.4 blue labels. And there are 42 9.2 blue labels. We'll talk about the 8.5, which is around 500 bucks. Uh, again, not a bad buy, not a bad price for something from 1965 and eight and a half. That book is gonna continue to climb, obviously once, once the series comes out. The other book that I wanna talk about, The Swordsman, is Avengers 114, because it's a classic cover. Yeah. It's a great cover. And uh, it's when the swordsman joins the Avengers. So it's a, it's, it's a really, really good cover. It's a very striking pose. It's more attainable too. Uh, it came out in August of 1973. So it was eight years after the first appearance. There are 11, we're only talking about blue labels here. Yeah. Uh, there are 11 blue label 9.8s. There's 29 blue label 9.6s. There are 29 blue label 9.4s. And there are 21 blue label 9.2s. The last 9.8 sold for 430 bucks. That is an absolute steal for the Swordsman. Yeah. Talk a little bit about the Swordsman and Jack Duquesne. Yeah, I mean, the Swordsman, when you talk about Hawkeye in the comics and the Swordsman, they kind of go hand in hand. They were both, they were both, they both trained together. They were both villains in the beginning, and they both became heroes, and they both they both joined the Avengers. But when you're talking about Hawkeye, I mean, this is this will be a fun, you know. Is it a villain? Is he a best friend? Is it someone from, from Clint's past? Um, you know, is he going to come help them? Uh, th this is a cool, you know, villain slash hero comeback story. You know, I, you know, are we going to know that Hawkeye was a bad guy in the past? Is this, is this where we get that information? So it's fun to know that this stuff's coming in and, and Swordsman's coming in. He, he's a, he's a right. fun, and we don't know. We don't know. And we don't know what the show is going to bring yet. Like right. that's the whole, that's the whole fun of it all. Yeah. Right. 
Okay, cool. All right, the next character from the show, Echo. Yep. Uh, Maya Lopez uh, is 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 deaf, and we'll talk a little bit about that too. Uh, the importance of that. So that was Daredevil Volume Two, Number Nine, from 1999. It's 21 year old book already. That book had a decent print run, by the way. Yeah. Those Daredevil books had had decent print runs on them. They're they're not impossible to find. It's a David Mack cover. The David Mack run covers on Daredevils are absolutely awesome. I actually was able to pick one up from David at our New Orleans show back in the day. It's David is the Daredevil artist to me. He's yeah, the he's preeminent yeah. uh, modern era Daredevil artist. Uh, his work on Daredevil was incredible. So uh, Daredevil Volume 2, number 9, uh, December of 1999. There are 156 Blue Label 9.8s. There are 21 Gold Label 9.8s. That's a over $200 book, but it's been escalating lately. Yeah. Uh, her second appearance uh, in March of 2000 was issue number 10, the following issue. Also gave you the origin of Maya Lopez Echo, and she was on the cover. Yeah. And it's a great cover. That's the other thing with the cover, is uh, it's a great cover. There are uh, 16 Blue Label 9.8s. There are six Gold Label 9.8s. It's such a low pop book. You can't find it. It's about a $50 to $60 raw book right now. Uh, then issue number 11, the following issue, also came out March of 2000, uh, is the first appearance of Echo as Echo. Right. The superhero and the cover. And there are 15 Blue Label 9.8s. There are five Gold Label 9.8s. It's about a $150 book right now. It's going up, up, up. It's played by Alakwa Cox. And uh, talk a little bit about the Echo character and the importance of the character. Yeah, like I said, I mean, one of the first, you know, other than Daredevil, you know, is blind, Echo's deaf. So um, she is a character created by David Mack. Um, those David Mack, Daredevil, that, that Daredevil series started with Kevin Smith, and then Brian Michael Bendis had it forever, and then Ed Brubaker had it forever. It was, a, that whole run is solid. Um, this was a little break in it where it was David Mack just kind of doing his own thing, creating Echo. But this is an, a very interesting thing for them to bring a definitely a Daredevil side character. This is a B character for modern Daredevil. This is someone that's been in those books, mainly the Daredevil books, um, since the inception. So to bring that character into the Hawkeye series is, is very interesting. Right. So I think it's going to latch on. I think all these yep. characters are going to latch on. I think we got to be really, really smart about this, guys. Yep. yep. Okay, that brings us to the time of the show, Alex, where we give you your shot. So let's go. It's... Alex's pick of the week. Alex, what do you have for us? Uh, I fell into a deep and dark hole recently because I was in a couple targets. There is a, a company called Mini Brands that's out. They make mini versions of brand name things. So like the first couple waves are like little mini Pringles cans, little Old Bay, little little McCormick peppers. And it's never heard of that. Exactly. They're, they're stocking stuffer type things. They're just little mystery boxes. You get them and they come with like these mini brands. I've seen them before, but I was never really interested until they started coming out with toy mini brands. So now you can get a little tiny versions of SpongeBob toys, Avatar Less, Airbender, Ninja Turtles. And these are toys that were made regular size and they've scaled them down into these mini brands. And there's like a hundred or so different kinds and there's metal ones and gold ones and it's a terrible collecting. I got to have them all. Or I just need these. And they're super, super cool. I think you get like, it's like seven bucks. You get five different ones. I right, make sure you show them on the screen. For the oh yeah. yeah. They're going to be, I'm going to put them all over the place, but they're, they're really cool. I mean, I'm a big toy guy. So getting a Leonardo mask that is, you know, can only fit on my pinky 
but has the packaging and everything like that on it. It's, it's really cool. They're, they're amazing. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, cool. Very good. Okay. So what do we got next, Alex? Shang-Chi, which yeah, I am again. so excited about this movie and it should be, should be amazing. The cast right, so is this great. Is, this is not your Iron Man's Mandarin, by the no, way. No, no. Okay. The, the, uh, the Mahatma Gandhi uh, yeah. uh, Mandarin. It's not that one. Okay, good. Uh, Tales of Suspense, number 50, 1964. Uh, you know, very, very old book. Yes. Uh, so we're going to talk about some of the, just blue labels. We'll talk about some of the mid, middle or lower grades. First Mandarin, uh, they, I believe Marvel has announced it's not going to be the Mandarin that you saw in Iron Man. It's not right. going to be the, yeah. the fake out, right? Right. Okay. And um, so there are two blue label 9.8s. There are seven blue label 9.6s. There are 12 blue label 9.4s. There are 14 blue label 9.2s. And there are 24 blue label 9.0s. And then there are 27 Blue Label 8.5. So it's not really till you start getting down to the 8.0 level where you have some pop right. to it. Uh, those are about $1,000 to $1,400 in 8.0. So that's already a significant book. I think the fact that the character appeared in the Iron Man is insignificant because once right. you found out that it was a fake, spoiler alert, about 10 years too late. So <laughs> if you haven't I seen it by okay. now. I think we're okay. I think you're past the period, past the expiration yeah. point of spoilers. Uh, you know, that... I, I think people thought there was going to be a pop on that book 10 years ago. There wasn't, obviously, because it was a fake out. But now you're going to see the real Mandarin. So talk a little bit about the Mandarin character. I know it's a very, very old character, mm -hmm. uh, but there could there should be some renewed interest in this book. Yeah, uh, the Mandarin, definitely a big Iron Man villain. I mean, he was he was he they even used him in the Iron Man 90s, the short-lived 90s cartoon. Um, he's got rings. The rings all have power, a la, you know, Infinity Stones, a little bit less. Um, but you know, that character has been in the Marvel universe for a long time. They haven't used him in a while. Uh, I'll be interested to see how they use him in Shang-Chi because, you know, there's some, there's some, there's some, you know, talk about when you use a character like Mandarin or the old character Fu Manchu, which isn't around anymore. Um, you know, you kind of get into some like kind of racial profiling stuff. So I know when they, when they did that for Iron Man, there was a lot of talk of like, oh, how are they going to do this? It's going to be very weird making him just the, the villain but uh, you know i trust marvel now to, to to do you know justice to a character without making it seem you know just to throw him in there for for funsies right right okay good what do we got next alex dr strange multiverse i mean this movie is looking like the next dr strange movie is a linchpin for the future of all the marvel movies and tv shows so first of all, let me tell let me tell you that uh, I love Toretto Ultra for. I mean, he's he's great in like everything. Fantastic. He's one of those actors that's just great in everything. Every when you see him you in something, like, you're like, yes, this is gonna be good. By the way, that's true. He knows how to pick good movies. That's yeah. my point. He knows how to pick good film, uh, good scripts. Because every time he's in a movie, you already know you're like, okay, that's gonna be a good movie. You just know it is. Serenity. I mean, I mean, a movie about a failed TV show, and he was the villain, and he was he made that movie. He's so good. He's so good. All right. So uh, anyway, he plays Mordo. Mm -hmm. uh, that also is a vintage book. So, yep. so it's already expensive. So we're only going to talk about blue labels right now. Uh, it's August of 1963. Strange Tales, number 111. There will definitely be renewed interest in this book. Mm -hmm. There's only one blue label 9.8. since 1963. Uh, there's only two blue label 9.6s, four blue label 9.4s, 10 blue label 9.2s, 14 Blue Label 9.0s, 15 Blue Label 8.5s, and it's not until you get to 8.0 that you even hit 20 yeah. Blue Labels. So 
quite frankly, any condition that you can get, VF, fine, very fine, pick it up raw and get it graded. The books are $1,300 and 8.5. Quite frankly, Alex, any condition you can get, it's worth it because it's, you're it's seeing- It's second it, appearance of Doctor Strange. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's a huge key, yeah. It, it's impossible. So talk a little bit about the character Mordo. Yeah, I mean, and you saw it with, with the first movie that this is a character, a, a villain, a, a foil to Doctor Strange, someone that has been around since the second, the second appearance. I mean, th this guy is a magician. Uh, you know, he might not be a bad guy for the right reasons, or, you know, he may be the bad guy for the right reasons. I mean, you see it, you know, you, you know, he was told in the Doctor Strange movie that, you know, using magic this way and you doing it is the bad thing. And then he was found out he was lied to. And he's like, well, we should just not have this at all. So it'll be very interesting to see how he comes back in the second movie. But I mean, I don't think that they would cast uh, this actor for this role if he didn't have a major role. No, 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 he's not, he's not, no, 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 he's not taking it. Yeah. So the, the, the next book, the clips are out. Mahashar Ali is ridiculously awesome. Another guy, you see Green Book, by the way? No, nah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my God. He, he's, he's so good. Like him and Vigo. Vigo's another one. He's like yeah. so great. When is Vigo going to be in a Marvel film, by the way? Uh, everybody's good. Everybody's going to get their turn. I mean, I mean Vigo, could, could you imagine Vigo as, a Mar as any yes. villain in the Marvel universe? Anything. I mean, you could almost picture him yes. as anybody. Yes. Take your pick, whichever character you want. <laughs> Um, so Mahashar Ali, uh, is Blade, yes. obviously. That movie's going to be huge. Uh, you know, yes. Wesley Snipes was, was great as Blade, by the way. First three movies are phenomenal. I, I don't want to take away from Wesley, but you yeah. already know Mahashar Ali is just like, forget about it. All right, so Tomb of Dracula, number 10, mm -hmm. July of 1973. There's actually one 9.9, .9, if you can believe it. I can't even imagine what that would sell for. There are 46, yeah, 46 blue label 9.8s. There are two uh, gold label 9.8s. There are 113 blue label 9.6s. There are five gold label 9.6s. We're going to talk about some of the lower grades because in those grades, the books sell for thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. It's not realistic. A book that you should be looking at about 8.5 is about a $1,400 book. That's probably kind of the price ranges you should be looking at for that book. That book still has room to move. Look, that book is the first appearance of Blade. Blade is yep. the one that started it all for Marvel back in the yep. day. Yep. Uh, and I think because there's been such a lag between the Wesley Snipes and the Mahashara Ali uh, film series, but you know Mahashara Ali is going to be unbelievable because he's He's another guy who's just unbelievable in everything. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So talk a little bit about the Blade character, Alex, and why it's, why it's been around for so long and why were they able to do the Wesley Snipes movies and now they're able to do the Mahashara Ali films. Yeah, I mean, Blade, the movies... When they were coming out, I definitely knew Blade was a comic book character, but even in my younger days, I, I would never read Tomb of Dracula. I didn't really read Blade comic books. But the perfect part about Blade is he's half vampire. He's a vampire killer. That's it. That's all you need to know. There's no there's no crazy backstory. There's no like, oh, his costume's got to look like this. Like, as long as he's in a leather jacket at some point in the movie, right. it's good to go. It's very easy to do a character that doesn't have a lot of baggage. Um, and the Wesley Snipes movies, I mean, at, talk about hits. I mean, that was phenomenal. They came out. I mean, w right. with those, you were able to get money to make Iron Man. You know, nobody knew who Blade was. Now, a comic book readers, unless you were really, really into it, might not know who Blade was. 
Right. And, and, you know, as a stepping stone, that was where, that's where, you know, John Favreau was able to make Iron Man. No one knew who Iron Man was. That wasn't a comic book reader. Right. All right. What's our final topic for today, Alex? Captain Marvel 2. Captain Marvel 2. Right. So they mentioned that uh, Monica Rambeau yep. is definitely going to be in the film. Uh, so there's actually a very interesting uh, cover uh, to her first appearance. Yeah. Uh, it's a very, very popular book. Um, so Amazing Spider-Man Annual number 16. It's a mm -hmm. John Romita Sr. and Junior combo mm -hmm. cover. 1982 it came out. First Monica Rambeau. Uh, there are 200 Blue Label 9.8s. There are 11 Gold Label 9.8s. It's about a $675 book. Not a terrible, not terribly expensive. Uh, right. You know, especially when we're talking about thousands and thousands of dollars on a lot of these new books. Yeah. Talk a little bit about the character Monica Rambeau and the significance to Captain Marvel and, and the second film. Yeah, I mean, as a character in the comic books, uh, her as Captain Marvel has been around for a very long time. She's dipped in and out with new powers. They've given her three different monikers, uh, Photon and some other stuff. She, most recently, she's back to being, you know, a Captain Marvel and then taking another name. Like, she's kind of gone all over the place. But when you saw Captain Marvel 1 and you saw Rambo, I mean, even the trailers, you saw the last name on the, on the, on the jet. So everybody knew it was coming. And then, of course, when you see that she has a daughter – and, you know, she's a big fan. And you know, so something's going to come of that. And it's, it's really cool to be able to have two Captain Marvel, people that have the moniker Captain Marvel in your Captain Marvel movie and not kind of shoehorn it in there. And Monica Rambeau, you know, again, she's been in the, she's been in the comics forever and been around and she still is. Really need to see her actually in the movie. Right. All right, great, Alex. That wraps up another show for us. And by the way, all this stuff is very, very exciting. If anybody has any questions, comments, stuff that you want to talk about, we're going to circle back to more Marvel stuff. We're going to circle back to more of this hot stuff because it's just, it seems to be unlimited, Alex. Every time I think Every like, week there's something oh, what are, what are we going to talk about? It's like, oh my God, I go, I go <laughs> see closed auctions. I go see the Heritage yeah. auction. I go to eBay yeah. auctions. Then it's like another record was broken. It's yeah. like, it's crazy. Yeah. All right, great. Alex, we will see you next week. Same bad time. Same bad channel. Thanks, everybody. Adios.